Have you ever found yourself in a position where you continue to hit the same obstacle over and over again, wondering how you're ever going to make it through? Well, today on the podcast, I'm talking to life coach and the author of Busting Through, Denise Wester, about how you can start to reframe those mindsets and really take steps of courage in your life. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hey there, welcome to The Courage Cast. My name is Andrea Crisp and I am so glad that you have joined me today. We have a really special episode for you today. You know, I love stories of women who are willing to take brave steps in their lives and that is exactly why I started this podcast four years ago. And today, talking to Denise reminded me about why I did start this podcast and why I think it's so important for us to be reminded that no matter the circumstance in your life, no matter where you've come from, what you're facing in your life, you can make a change. You can take steps of courage and you can move through those limiting beliefs that you feel have been holding you back in your life. And so in this conversation, we are going to be talking about some of those beliefs and how Denise has gone in her life from being a welfare mom to really shifting her life, taking charge and becoming really the CEO of her own life. And now she's a coach and an author, and she's helping women to really bust through their own limitations. So I'm really, really excited for you to hear this conversation with Denise Wester. Denise, welcome to the Courage Cast. I am so thrilled to have you on today as a guest and uh, to talk about your book, your brand new book, Busting Through. So welcome to the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to have a conversation with you. Yeah, now we have uh, had an opportunity to chat a couple of times over the past few months. And I was I was just joking with you just a few minutes ago. You know, when you're recording a podcast, you never know what is going to happen in life. And, uh, and so I often talk about here on the Courage Cast, you know, taking big risks and, and doing, you know, things that seem out of our comfort zone. And not very often do I have uh, a time where I lose episodes, <laughs> but our previous conversation got lost. And so this is our second conversation. So thank you for having two conversations with me. <laughs> yes. It's a great lesson in not getting yourself, you know, overwhelmed or bogged down and just moving forward and carrying on and keep going forward. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. And it's, it's funny because I think a lot of times when I'm talking to people about, you know, taking those brave steps and, and really moving out of their comfort zone, you know, the, the first thing that comes to mind for people is those limiting beliefs that we have around the different things in our lives. And a lot of what your book is about is overcoming those beliefs and overcoming the obstacles in your life. And so what a great segue. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about who you are and uh, about who you serve. And then we'll get into the book here in a second. 
Yes, well, I am a, my book is called Busting Through, Methods to Get Courageous, to take action, get unstuck and find your personal power. And I came about writing this book, these methods in this book, because I'd been through multiple pivots, job pivots in my life. Uh, I was raised in a restrictive religion, not knowing who I was, always being judged, left that and got married, divorced, bankrupt, welfare mother of four, not knowing, made so many mistakes, so many wrong turns. And then finding myself um, later into a beautiful job I was so happy with and getting into a horrible car accident that took me years of recovery. So I came through all these with some great tools and I just wanted to share them with my readers to help them pivot and help get unstuck and be courageous and find their power. And I love that you have just recently released this book and you've gone through a lot of transition, even in your own life through the pandemic. And, you know, one of the things that I think a lot of people struggle with is the ability to pivot. And when you think that there's something going on in your life and you, you know, you have hope and you're, you're thinking, okay, I'm going to count on that to be the case. And then all of a sudden you can't count on that anymore. How has that informed your life, you know, being able to make those transitions and those pivots in your own life? Well, I think that's why it's so important to have goals, you know, to always keep your eye on the prize, to have a great vision of where you want to be. And that way you don't get stuck. You always know where you want to go. And that is what, when you have you know, job layoffs and you have situations that we're all kind of going through right now, you know, where you want to end up. You do not want to end up, you know, when I was on um, welfare, you know, the welfare office was telling me, this is where you want to be. This is where you, all you got, because you're not educated. You have nobody to watch the kids. But I was like, no, I want to um, show my kids that you can move out of this. You can go forward. You know, so t- taking steps to get an education, find a job and taking action on when I was offered a job and that sort of thing, instead of stay, saying, well, OK, I'm going to be taken care of. I'm just going to stay here and not take action. I took action on opportunities that came. And so that is where I think a lot of people right now is a time to if you are unemployed to rethink, you know, where you really wanted to be. If you were in a job that you really were passionate about, is it time to get re-educated in something else? I've met so many people through like the mastermind that you and I were just in. And now I took my life coaching course. There's so many people that were like, I'm done, you know, in this, what I've been doing, I am going towards what I'm passionate about. And so that's at a time that is exciting. And that's why you have goals because you can reanalyze what have I been doing Is it really where my heart and my passion and my vision is? Mm -hmm. You know, right before someone is going to make that choice, because I think that's an important distinction is whether or not they're going to make that choice, whether they're going to have radical responsibility for their lives, because by the sounds of it, that's what helped you is taking that responsibility. Why do you think that people don't? do that? Why do they stay in the position they're in versus actually moving towards what they truly desire? Well, I think there's several things. And I think one of the main ones is can can be fear of the unknown. 
And fear is interesting. If you really look at it, our bodies has this reaction to fear, to keep us safe, to not, you know, walk off the cliff, you know, and to keep you within those kind of safe boundaries. But unfortunately, we get those still those fear responses when it comes to change or when it has triggers to old responses that were in your life, you know, old stories that keep coming back, old, you know, you know, um, things we keep telling ourselves. We have like 6,000 thoughts a day. And how many of them, as you start really listening to those thoughts, are negative, saying you can't do this, you know, saying that I'm stupid. Why would somebody hire me? How come, you know, all those different things are going through your head. And so those will stop you. And so that's why in my book, I started talking about reprogramming those negative thoughts, reprogramming, overcoming those stories and those fears so you can start moving forward and stop being paralyzed. And as you have a whole course on confidence, building that confidence. So you feel strong in taking those actions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's a huge step, right? Once you've made the decision that you are going to reframe the thoughts, then it is taking action to implement it and integrate it into your life. Now, I kind of want to go a little bit backwards into your story because I, I find it so fascinating. You were a single mom and you were on welfare and you were told that, you know, okay, well, this is it. This is kind of where you're at, you know, <laughs> just kind of take the system and take the assistance. And that was that. You know, when you ha- when you heard those words, how did you feel and, and how did you decide at that point that that wasn't going to be where you were going to stay for the rest of your life? Oh, I remember that. I still remember that feeling. I hung up the phone and I was just blown away because I was so excited. I was like, I got my stuff together. My kids, we were in our routine and it took a lot to get there after, you know, making so many bad decisions. I was like, we got this routine. So I I was excited. I was going to call the welfare office and say, okay, I want to go to work. You know, what can you you help me? You know? And they're just shot me down and I got off the phone and I was just blown away. I was just like, no, no, I am not staying here, stuck in this sack, same place in this, you know, all I could afford was this moldy, wonky little rental. It's like, no, I wanted more. I knew there was more. I knew I was capable of more. Yeah. And so that's where, you know, I saw in the newspaper, there was a women in transition program at the local college. I requested to be participate in that. And I was granted that. And that was a a step in the direction. So just listening, looking through the newspaper, you know, there's opportunities and I was just open to them to saying yes. Mm. And just even being open to the opportunity kind of led to taking one step and then another step. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I got and that women in transition program, um, then, you know, it was so interesting that I was at the courthouse getting my divorce and the lawyer that was my family lawyer that helped me get the divorce he was like hey you know I have this little position part-time position opening up would you be interested and it was in real estate escrow which I've never done before for an attorney and I said yes and you know so he was part-time because I was great because I was going to school the other half the time and he was totally great with that schedule 
and knowing that I had kids and that I had to, you know, take them to and from pick them up um, from preschool and stuff like that. He was totally okay with that. So it's just saying yes to opportunities. I didn't stop in fear. It's like, well, I don't know a thing about escrow. I don't know what it means to work for an attorney, but he just saw something in me that he wanted to nurture and help grow. And I said, yes. And so that was just another great opportunity that, you know, got me going forward in my new careers. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that has come up for me over, I guess, the course of, you know, years, and, and in fact, one of those things that I'm working through my own limiting beliefs, and I'd love to hear your input on this, is getting to a point in your life or in, you know, when you're doing something, you have a goal or a dream, and you continue to bump up against the same mindset or the same issue continues to happen over and over and over again. And I want to know, you know, for you, how have you been able to deal with that? You know, if it's something that is something that just seems to never go away, or it's like, how is this continuing to happen over and over again? What would you suggest to someone who is, is finding themselves in that kind of situation? That's very interesting. Great question. Because that does seem to happen. And I'm a firm believer in um, really digging deep in your stories and digging deep in helping those stories. And I have different tools in my book about digging deep into your stories as to why this keeps happening. So it's kind of start unpacking your dialogue, what's going on in your head for one thing and getting clarity and clarity is with journaling and also meditation really diving deep into your stories. Cause if there's something that keeps happening, there's something in your dialogue that is keeping you stuck there that you have to work through. And it's kind of can be hidden for a long, long time. Uh, and, you know, and keep working through it and meditation and journaling can really help get some clarity on maybe you're looking the total way you're trying to force something to happen. That's just not in your synchronicity for you or serendipity for you or anything. It's something that's just, you're fighting against some force that wants you to go another direction, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny you say that because for many, many years, uh, I think I was one of those people who I did force things and I did, I didn't think that was a bad thing. Like I thought it was just being, you know, self-motivated and making things work and really like hustling. And, you know, and this is even before I had my own business. This was like pre entrepreneurship and, you know, now realizing as an entrepreneur, you can either be in the camp where you're always striving and hustling to make something happen, or you can kind of be in the camp of allowing it to be easy and have a flow. And as you said, you know, synchronicity, or really just allowing, you know, the universe to guide you. And, and, you know, both of us have had um, our own stories when it comes to really being internally led, um, you know, with religious beliefs and also, you know, transitioning out of those. So how have you been able to, you know, transition your own story, um, releasing some of those religious beliefs that you had in order to actually move into the next season of your life? 
Well, yes, you know, it was when I left that religion, it was really interesting. It was such a restrictive religion. Some people call it a cult. And it was really hard because you don't have any of your own beliefs. You don't have, you, you finally get to have a belief of your own. And it was really interesting. I just would start asking my self questions. You know, it's like, hey, I can actually form my own opinion on this, you know, and start getting my own spirituality. I feel like I have a better spirituality with God than I ever did before in my life. And it was, it was through baby steps, you know, it was through, um, you know, I think, you know, getting beaten over the head with it, not seeing it, you know, for so long, because I was so against anything religion for a long, long time, but then finally coming to my own and being open to things. And here's the story that happened. And it was really like, I was had this customer that just pushed my buttons. And just every single time I encountered her, she was just, she'd lied to me. She was cheating. She was trying to cheat the company. And it was so frustrating and it was really good business. So I couldn't tell them to go, you know, we don't want to do your business anymore. It was a huge profitable business for our company. And I remember it was like a weekend and I was just crying. I was crying at my desk because she just had just drove me absolutely crazy. I thought, okay, I'm going to walk away from my desk. I'm just going to, I'm going to turn on the TV and just vegetate here. And I just flicking through the TV and they're on PBS. I've seen him a zillion times and his wonky sweaters talking. And I'd never, ever stopped before. It's like, but I, I, for some reason I stopped and it was Wayne Dyer. And he was promoting his book, Spiritual Solutions for Everyday Problems. And I was just transfixed. Here it is. I thought he was speaking to me because I was having so many problems and with this person and that from work. And he just shed a whole new light on it. Um, you know, on I was just pushing so hard. I was bumping my head up trying to sit, think I can control this person or change who she was or try and but you can't. You can't. And so I just let it go. I let go of trying to control the situation. I let go of that. She is who she is. I'm going to be me. And I'm going to start just telling her that I can't do that. I'm going to put boundaries on how she was treating me and talking to me. And it totally pivoted my life and that relationship with her. And I just, from then, I was just like a sponge to looking at things differently. And that is, you know, even like situations now, my, my children, you know, it's a lesson, my children are all grown and they're adults. So in not trying to control their life and their situations, they're making choices for themselves. So as you know, we go through life, we are seeing different things that we're trying to control. Going back to your question about how do we, when we're bumping our head against something you know how you go forward. You go forward by staying true to yourself, being honest with yourself and quit trying to control the situation to being what you think the outcome should be. It's kind of open to your eyes to a new path to your ultimate goal, you know, and it could be right in front of you, but you're bumping your head thinking you need to go this certain direction. So opening your eyes, being aware to there could be something right in front of you that's saying this is the way to go, but you are trying so hard to control and that will, uh, then that kind of has led me to my spiritual path, you know, Wayne Dyer, listening to him and, and just my meditation and my, my path to spirituality again. So 
You know, it's funny you say that because I wish that I had learned that lesson a long time ago. (laughs) That is something that I, you know, I think of when I was in the States for many, many years. I really wanted to be there and I was kind of hell bent on making sure that I had a visa to stay in the country. And so I was, you know, paying like tons of money for immigration lawyers and, you know, making sure. And I was so fearful of coming back to Canada and having to be in a place in my life where I, you know, didn't want to be that eventually that ended up happening. I almost, I manifested my, the worst case scenario because of my fear that I would have to do that. And it was really interesting because, you know, upon reflection, this is way later on, but upon reflection, looking back and thinking to myself, you know, I was forcing something to happen and trying to control that outcome, trying to make it happen. And at the end of the day, I ended up with the thing I didn't want, which was, you know, moving back to Canada. Funny enough, that same thing is really what I needed was to come back. And so oftentimes I think we are trying to make something happen, trying to control a situation and in the, in the, in the process, you know, becoming, you know, anxious and depressed and worried and, uh, you know, having all of this fear when really, if we just release it, we can realize that there's something even better. And as I'm saying that, I'm thinking of a particular situation in my in my life right now where I'm like, I should probably apply that right there to that particular situation. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so interesting. And it's, it's when you have a spirituality and it's always, you know, you got to remember, I don't know my Bible that well any at all. I didn't pay attention too much to that, but I always do remember it's like, you know, throw your burden on him, you know, throw your burden on God. And it is sometimes that is really, really important to not be taking all this sometimes on for yourself and just, just put things out to the universe a little bit, you know, and I always say every single day, please Mm -hmm. out out loud. I say every single day, please guide me to see what I need to see, to be doing what I need to be doing so I can serve. You know, I always think my mind is you got to be in a mindset of serving. What can I do be doing to serve? So you're not not, you know, out to your own gains, you're out to serve. And I think you will always be steered correctly if you think of that. Now I have a question for you and I'm, I'm not sure how this is going to go, but I'm, I'm just going to put it out there anyways. Um, but I don't know if this is something you were taught um, growing up, you know, in your religious background, but, you know, really doing the will of God. I don't know if that was something that, you know, you heard a lot, but where does that fit in now? Because, you know, I, I, I would imagine that you feel like you are divinely led. You are, you know, led by source, universe, higher power. But is that different than the will of God that you maybe, you know, subscribe to as a belief prior to? Well, before in part of the religion, um, that is it was kind of, you know, I had a different God at the time, you know, at the time I thinking about, it's a great question, God, boy, this is going to get deep here. At that time, I didn't have a relationship with God at the time. I just felt that all you had all these rules and you're doing all these rules for God. 
and the religion and to be, you know, you have to be out there trying to save people. You have to be knocking on doors. You have to be putting your hours in. You're never doing enough. You're never doing enough, never doing a right. So to me, that I never was really had a relationship with God or was thinking about doing it for God or had a spirituality because I was just in a stressed out space of never doing enough and being judged and put up on the podium when you're like 10, 11, 12 years old and giving talks and things like that. And then they critique you on them. And so it's just, it was just a different, you know, reality then versus now, you know, it's like, it took me a little while to even realize that I do still believe in God, you know, and I know people that don't believe in God, they're atheists, but they believe in different higher powers, which is awesome that they've been able to come to that, you know, a realization that it's fine. I don't judge anybody or for what they believe. I just want them to know that they have it in them to have a spiritual connection of some sort and whatever that means to them. And for me, it means God. And I totally believe that he is there or she is there, whatever you want to believe that is. And that I do have spirit guides and we have people there and souls there looking out for us and guiding us. And if you can connect into that, you will be amazing when you start feeling that connection with that. And it just lightens your life and brings love to your heart to knowing that you have that higher power there in your life. It's a totally different relationship than I ever had as part of a religion. Yeah, it almost sounds, you know, like being synced up. Like I imagine being, you know, when you're when you're plugged, you know, right in, it's like, you know, you're not trying to make something happen, but you are, you know, kind of going with what that power source is. And I I love that, that thought, because I think that's something that comes up a lot with, with people, especially when they have maybe left um, a religious belief system, you know, whether that be, you know, any kind of religious belief system. And I think that finding a new paradigm for, for belief is, is, you know, a really, really big, um, transition, especially when you are actually moving forward, you know, as an entrepreneur and, uh, really understanding, okay, well, how do I subscribe to, you know, some sort of help? whether it's God or source or higher power, however that looks. So, yeah, I love that. I love that you, you know, you, you feel like you have more depth now than you did even before. Much more depth, much more depth. Yes. Yes. And I, I just, and you find that through, to me, I get my joy and I get my connection is when I'm out in nature. And when I ride my bike, you know, I'm out in nature and I just feel such a synchronicity with, you know, the creation around us. And when I do my meditations, I'm quieting my body. So my mind is alert and I just, I just feel so divinely inspired. And that's how I wrote my book, you know, my bike rides and my meditations. I just felt so divinely inspired to put these words that have helped me and methods on a piece of paper just to help, you know, for a long time, it was really hard for me, the idea of getting the book out because it's like, oh, this is so much of myself to share. But then I realized if I could just help one person, you know, that was stuck like I was, that could read the story, read these methods 
and use the tools and it could help them, then that is a beautiful thing that I need to do. Mm, I love that. Well, where can they find your book and how can they connect with you? Uh, my book is on Amazon. It's the whole title is Busting Through Methods to Get Courageous, to Take Action, to Get Unstuck and Find Your Personal Power. And yes, and I'm on Instagram, Denise R. Wester. Facebook. And uh, there's a link on my Instagram that will connect you to the book. And I also have a freebie um, little little one sheet on busting through procrastination. So you can connect through that through my Instagram link and um, through my website too. So look forward to any connections. And those who purchase my book get to, um, I have a private Facebook group to further support, collaborate, and I put more journaling prompts on there and weekly inspirations. And it's a community of like-minded um, who have read the book and were, um, I wanted additional support and celebrate wins and breakthroughs and be there for each other. So you get to get on that when you purchase my book. Just send me an email to PR at denisewester.com. That is awesome, Denise. Like I am just, I, I'm just thrilled for you that you, you did this, that you took this big step. I know that, you know, when we were in mastermind together, this was kind of the process that you were in and to see it actually come out into the world and have its birth. And it's really exciting to, to see. And um, I encourage you to go ahead and make sure you do purchase her book on Amazon and connect with her. Denise is an amazing human. And so you will, you will definitely be inspired by her. So thank you so much, Denise, for being on the podcast. And we'll make sure all the links to your uh, Instagram and website are in the show notes for everybody to access. Thank you so much. Well, I just loved having that conversation with Denise. And honestly, it was even better the second time around, which of course is always the case, right? When we are trying to control things, oftentimes those are the moments when they just don't really work out as planned. And we can get discouraged and defeated, or we can find another way through, which is exactly the lesson that I have been learning in my life is how do you start seeing things differently when you are bumping up against the same thing over and over and over again? Reframe that mindset, find a new solution, look for another way around and be divinely led in the process. And so I want to thank Denise for reminding me of that today, reminding us all. So if you want to connect with Denise, you can find all of her information located in the show notes. As well, you can connect with me at, at Andrea Crisp Coach and at the dot courage cast. Until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of the Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.